Politics, sports, entertainment? Yeah, we've got that. It's WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We always give full credit to our producer, Rob Center, so today is no exception. We always appreciate his help and hard work keeping us going and making sure that uh, WKOK Sunrise uh, continues without a hitch. On the news line with us now, Samantha Pearson is back. I've been lucky enough to interview her probably about two dozen times uh, over the decade, and she is executive director of Lewisburg Neighborhoods, Elm Street manager, Walk It, Bike It coordinator, and uh, she's brought us tons of great information about how to make sure that COVID-19 is something that happens to our valley but isn't debilitating, that we can get some freedom. Of course, we've been enjoying a lot of activities outdoors and uh, eating on 6th Street in Lewisburg and just making sure that uh, we had a safe time so far. So good morning, Samantha. Thanks for checking in today. Good to be here with you virtually, Mark. Uh, right, I appreciate it. Telephonically. Uh, safe and scary Halloween. Let's start out talking about that. You suggested that topic. If we're talking about observing Halloween, what are the ways, uh, what's a pandemic Halloween look like? Sure. Well, like with everything else, we're all trying to figure out something new this year. And so the question now is, what, can, what, what should Halloween look like? And we are getting feedback from the CDC that a lot of our sort of most basic things about Halloween might need to be adjusted. And so trick-or-treating, people are coming up with sort of personal strategies. Oh, we don't really want people, you know, sharing everyone's hands going into a bucket or things like that. So some people are going to tape candy to sticks and stick it in their yard so people can harvest it themselves. People are going to be aware of hygiene and things like that. Lewisburg, which normally has you know, really large numbers of people coming into town for Halloween to enjoy trick-or-treating is um, mixing it up a little bit and trying to make it sure, make sure that it's still fun, but that we cut down on the intense crowding, the um, sort of extended opportunities for, for uh, too much direct interaction with trick-or-treating itself, and, um, you know, make sure we remind everyone that uh, Halloween masks may not be suitable for uh, virus protection. So we probably want to change out our face coverings um, that we would normally use on a Halloween and, and go for more, uh, more of a COVID face covering that is also suitable for, for Halloween. It could be a more whimsical face covering than maybe you would wear normally. Um, and so what is that specifically? It means we're, we're going to be inviting people to come to Lewisburg but not go door to door. There's still going to be candy. We're working on that, and we'd like people's help with that, actually. I can provide information about that. But we're going to have, um, you know, downtown is still going to be uh, an exciting place to come, but we're going to spread it out over um, the day from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So we're not all concentrated in that two hours and really jamming up the sidewalks and streets. Um, and we're going to have a live cam. You can strut, you know, like on the orange carpet underneath the marquee with your costume at the campus theater. And we're going to have a live cam there so you can show off your, 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 your duds and everything, your, your look. And we'll also be, there'll be a, a Photo backdrop where you can do a you know take yourself get yourself a close up picture of yourself in your costume. We're going to do uh, 
candy giveaway, not, you know, we're going to do like a real bag of candy for kids um, in Huffnagel Park, you know, again, so that we can be more distanced, not jammed up around people's front doors. We're also encouraging people in the community just to, you know, really go all out on their house decoration, if not the, the, the open doors. So people will be able to check that out um, as well. Um, and, you know, a variety of things where there's going to be sort of multimedia and, and lots of opportunities to check out the store windows and, and see and be seen. So it'll be different, but it'll still be candy, and it will still be fun with costumes. And so it, doesn't, it doesn't have door-to-door trick-or-treating woven into it. Really, it doesn't. I mean, it's not outlawed or anything, so there may be some houses that will still have their lights on and will be doing some version of, you know, uh, remotely providing candy for people. But uh, I think we can expect that there's just not going to be anywhere near the density of houses with their, with their lights on for that. And we are trying to make up for that for people. So. All right, so you encourage businesses and people to do more decorating. You'll have candy in Hufnago Park at the Campus Theater. will be that live cam set up. Would, would, would other people be able to log on and watch the live cam? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, exactly. It'll be, uh, uh, it'll be streamed live on YouTube. Um, and there'll be some interesting features there. We are working on having, you know, at different points during the day, um, uh, some local celebrity to do a little bit of parade patter, as a, you know, for people walking by, uh, like from the uh, ticket booth. So he would be distanced, right? He would be separated from people going by, but able to provide commentary. We're also looking um, to have some fun, like a fortune teller in the, in the booth for a while, uh, maybe, you know, just a, a few different things like that. If people would like to, you know, they're big on, on uh, dressing up and, and, you know, doing a little bit of Halloween uh, staging or skits, they can also uh, contact us at Lewisburg Neighborhoods. Uh, so Lewisburg Neighborhood, you know, uh, news at lewisburgneighborhoods.org. And they, we'd be glad to line up a time where you could be in the limelight there under the marquee for, you know, five to ten minutes or so um, with your costumes and your friends. Um, you know, all of that is just, you know, going to be a great chance to see, you know, the, just the creativity and, and what everyone puts together. We do, we are hoping to have, and we're starting to work on getting donations for, in particular, for the candy. <laughs> so, because we really are trying to put together a serious bag for, for kids. We know that people get a huge haul in Lewisburg normally. So, we are, are collecting donations, and so some, you know, uh, whether businesses, realtors, people who uh, live in town and would normally purchase a huge amount of candy if you wanted to consider contributing that to Lewisburg Neighborhoods, which is leading that effort. We have a bit.ly donation set up, or you can donate just, which takes you to our, our online PayPal. We are a 501c3, so donations are tax deductible. Um, and uh, basically the bit.ly is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, slash lowercase donate, D-O-N-A-T-E, uppercase C-S-H for COVID safe Halloween. 
All right, and this is, uh, as I followed along, I see you have cooperation and participation from Bucknell, the borough itself, and Lewisburg neighborhoods. So those are some of the folks who deserve uh, credit uh, for making this happen. Anybody else pop into your head right away? I know you're going to omit folks because it sounds like you've got dozens of people that are helping to coordinate this. But any other entity or individual that you have to mention now? Yeah, the Lewisburg Downtown Partnership is very central to this, and also we're working with the school PSA. Um, you know, it really is a group effort, um, and, and the more the merrier. If anyone, you know, wants to be officially engaged and acknowledged, we'd love to have you. All right, well, that's basically everybody except the sewer authority, So, but we really appreciate all their, their help and uh, hard work uh, all the time. Okay, so if you are going to have an event, maybe in your home or in the backyard as you approach Halloween, uh, any information that you have related to that? Great question, Mark. So there's a lot of confusion about this, and a lot of people have been deferring those, those events, and, of course, there's holidays coming up. So they're just like, oh, I can't deal with this. I'm just doing what I normally do. What we need to realize is that even our private events in our houses are potential opportunities for infection to spread, but they don't have to be. So um, I have put up on the Lewisburg Neighborhoods website, we have a post called, uh, uh, actually that's a good question, is it called Infection Mitigation? Uh, 201 is what it's called, as if it were like a, a more, slightly more advanced class uh, instead of a 101. And what that goes through, it gives you some links and some graphics that I think will be helpful. There's a link that talks about, that helps you figure out what the current level of infection risk in your own community is right now, and actually keys that and gives you an estimate of how many people in your community based on current levels of infection. Um, if you invite 25 people over, 100 people over, you're planning a 500 person event, how many people what the chance is that one person, at least in that event, is infected. And that helps you to get a handle on how important, you know, infection mitigation is. So like right now, you know, Snyder County and certainly Center County are having fairly serious outbreaks. And so if you look on that, follow that link, you'll see that it's incredibly likely, it's basically 99% chance of, you know, you have... 50 people together, at least one of them is going to be uh, uh, infected. And, and infected and not know it, right? It's not like they're hacking and coughing and they are showing up. It's people who could be infected, not realize it, and just be accidentally spreading. So that, that is spreading infection. So that, that's one of the things to think about. And then there's also a table that helps to clarify, you know, we've all been looking at, oh, we're supposed to be indoors and we're supposed to be wearing masks and, we, you know, we're supposed to be washing our hands and, we're there, you know, we know that yelling and singing can, can uh, be more of an issue. We've also heard that being around people just for a longer period of time matters. We've heard about ventilation, you know, in a post. So even if you we weren't outdoors, if we were indoors but ventilated, how does all this work together? And so there's a great um, chart yet another one of those risk assessment charts that helps you look at, okay, outdoors, indoors, you know, silent speaking, yelling, with masks and together for not very long, with masks together for a long time, uh, you know, well ventilated, not well ventilated. And it helps you see of all of those things whether you're at a high level, a medium level, or a low level of risk. And so, again, 
we can make decisions about events we plan to improve our chances of, of keeping everyone safe. So that's what we want to do. We just want to be more informed and keeping an eye on these factors. And still having some uh, fun uh, throughout the Halloween uh, period. One of our good listeners sends us a text to back on the activities that are going to happen in the borough. Uh, they assume this is October 31st. What are the hours of the Halloween good. night activities? Good question. So it's not just Halloween night. October 31st happens to be a Saturday, and so we are running this from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Okay, so during the well, during the day and into the dark uh, uh, on Halloween Eve. Okay, uh, sounds great. Okay, so 11 to 7, and uh, that is on Halloween, October 31st. So that answers that question. Okay, so back to the uh, backyard activities or activities at your home, whatever it happens to be. Uh, where did you get your information that uh, did the 201 again? Sure, so it's uh, called Mitigation Measures 201. It's the... the post on the lewisburgneighborhoods.org website, and the information has been compiled uh, the, uh, from a combination of a British Medical Journal article that re very recently came out that has the more expanded risk assessment chart, and the uh, risk calculator, the live risk calculator map, is actually uh, was put out by Georgia Tech. So that just you know, uh, you can check any county in the country, basically, on their map. Okay, so uh, mitigation, what was that, mitigation? Mitiga mitigation measures. Measures. Okay. All right, thank you. Uh, so we invite folks to check that out. If you missed any of our interview, we're going to have this posted on our podcast page at about 7.50 this morning. So we'll have everything there for everybody to listen to. LewisburgNeighborhoods.org is the uh, website to go to to click on information that relates to all of these activities. We have one more minute left in this segment. What else would you like to add in with our remaining moment in this particular segment? Uh, just a reminder that people could contribute to uh, the Halloween uh, in Lewisburg event by going to bit.ly backslash lowercase donate uppercase CSH, COVID safe Halloween. That is Lewisburg's Safe Halloween coming up with, uh, boy, it just sounds like a lot of activities and a lot of coordination. So good for you guys to pull all this together with uh, everybody involved up there. All right, Samantha, please stand by. We'll have you back at 740 or so. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the upcoming election as it relates to COVID. Uh, just an update on COVID-19 in our community in general and the state's new contact tracing app. So a lot of hundreds of thousands. Thousands of people in Pennsylvania are currently checking in every morning to let the state know how they're feeling and so on. So please stand by, Samantha. And oops, I'm sorry, I hung up on her. I'll have to get her back on the line. Hopefully that uh, she's back on now. So, okay, so Samantha Pearson coming back at 7.40 this morning. You're listening to WKOK Sunrise. Politics, sports, entertainment. Yeah, we've got that. It's WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We always give full credit to our producer, Rob Center, so today is no exception. We always appreciate his help and hard work keeping us going and making sure that uh, WKOK Sunrise uh, continues 
without a hitch. On the news line with us now, Samantha Pearson is back. I've been lucky enough to interview her probably about two dozen times uh, over the decade, and she is executive director of Lewisburg Neighborhoods, Elm Street manager, walk it, bike it, uh, coordinator, and uh, she's brought us tons of great information about how to make sure that COVID-19 is something that happens to our valley but isn't debilitating, that we can get some freedom. Uh, of course, we have been enjoying a lot of activities outdoors, and uh eating on 6th Street in Lewisburg and just making sure that uh, we had a safe time so far. So good morning, Samantha. Thanks for checking in today. Good to be here with you virtually, Mark. Uh, Right. I appreciate it. Telephonically. Uh, Safe and scary Halloween. Let's start out talking about that. You suggested that topic. If we're talking about observing Halloween, what are the ways, uh, what's a pandemic Halloween look like? Sure. Well, like with everything else, we're all trying to figure out something new this year. And so the question now is, what can what what should Halloween look like? And we are getting feedback from the CDC that a lot of our sort of most basic things about Halloween might need to be adjusted. And so trick-or-treating, people are coming up with sort of personal strategies. Oh, we don't really want people, you know, sharing everyone's hands going into a bucket or things like that. So some people are going to tape candy to sticks and stick it in their yards so people can harvest it themselves. People are going to be aware of hygiene and things like that. Lewisburg, which normally has, you know, really large numbers of people coming into town for Halloween to enjoy trick-or-treating, is um, mixing it up a little bit and trying to make make sure that it's still fun, but that we cut down on the intense crowding, the um, sort of extended opportunities for for, uh, too much direct interaction with trick-or-treating itself and, um, you know, make sure we remind everyone that uh, Halloween masks may not be suitable for uh, virus protection. So we probably want to change out our face coverings um, that we would normally use on Halloween and and go for more... uh, more of a COVID face covering that is also suitable for for Halloween. Could be a more whimsical face covering than maybe you would wear normally. Um, and so, what is that specifically? It means we're we're going to be inviting people to come to Lewisburg, but not go door to door. There's still going to be candy. We're working on that, and we'd like people's help with that. Actually, I can provide information about that. But we're going to have um, you know downtown is still going to be uh, an exciting place to come. But we're going to spread it out over um, the day from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So we're not all concentrated in that two hours and really jamming up the sidewalks and streets. Um, And we're going to have a live cam. You can strut, you know, like on the orange carpet underneath the marquee with your costume at the campus theater. We're going to have a live cam there so you can show off your your duds and everything, your, your look. And... Will also be there'll be a, a photo backdrop where you can do a you know take yourself get yourself a close up picture of yourself in your costume. We're going to do uh, candy giveaway. Not you know we're going to do like a real bag of candy for kids um, in Huffnagel Park. You know again so that we can be more distant, not jammed up around people's front doors. We're also encouraging people in the community just to you know really go all out on their house decoration if not. The, the, the open doors so people will be able to check that out um, as well 
Um, and, you know, a variety of things. Where there's going to be sort of multimedia and, and lots of opportunities to check out the store windows and, and see and be seen. So it'll be different, but it'll still be candy, and it will still be fun with costumes. And so it, doesn't, it doesn't have door-to-door trick-or-treating woven into it. Really, it doesn't. I mean, it's not outlawed or anything, so there may be some houses that will still have their lights on and will be doing some version of, you know, uh, remotely providing candy for people. But uh, I think we can expect that there's just not going to be anywhere near the density of houses with their, with their lights on for that. And we are trying to make up for that for people. So... All right, so you encourage businesses and people to do more decorating. You'll have candy in Hoofenago Park at the Campus Theater. There'll be that live cam set up. Would, would other people be able to log on and watch the live cam? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, exactly. It'll be, uh, uh, it'll be streamed live on YouTube, um, and there'll be some interesting features there. We are working on having, you know, at different points during the day, um, uh, some local celebrity to do a little bit of parade patter as a, you know for people walking by uh like from the uh ticket booth so he would be distanced right he'd be separated from people going by but able to provide commentary we're also looking um to have some fun like a fortune teller in the in the booth for a while uh maybe you know just a, a few different things like that if people would like to, you know, they're big on on uh, dressing up and, and, you know, doing a little bit of Halloween uh, staging or skits. They can also uh, contact us at Lewisburg Neighborhoods. Uh, so Lewisburg Neighborhood, you know, uh, news at lewisburgneighborhoods.org. And they, we'd be glad to line up a time where you could be in the limelight there under the marquee for, you know, five to ten minutes or so um, with your costumes and your friends. Um, you know, all of that is just, you know, going to be a great chance to see, you know, the, just the creativity and, and what everyone puts together. We do, we are hoping to have, and we're starting to work on getting donations for, in particular, for the candy. <laughs> so, because we really are trying to put together a serious bag for, for kids. We know that people get a huge haul in Lewisburg normally. So, we are, are collecting donations, and so some, you know, uh, whether businesses, realtors, people who uh, live in town and would normally purchase a huge amount of candy, if you wanted to consider contributing that to Lewisburg Neighborhoods, which is leading that effort, we have a bit.ly donation set up, or you can donate just, which takes you to our our online PayPal. We are a 501c3, so donations are tax deductible. Basically, the bit.ly is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash lowercase donate d-o-n-a-t-e uppercase c-s-h for covid safe halloween as i followed along i see you have cooperation and participation from bucknell the borough itself and lewisburg neighborhoods so those are some of the folks who deserve credit for making this happen anybody else pop into your head right away i know you're going to omit folks because it sounds like you've got dozens of people that are helping to coordinate this but any other entity or individual that you have to mention now yeah, the Lewisburg Downtown Partnership is very central to this, and also we're working with the school PSA. Um, you know, it really is a group effort, um, and, and the more the merrier. If anyone, you know, wants to be officially engaged and acknowledged, we'd love to have you. 
Right. Well, that's basically everybody except the sewer authority. So, but we really appreciate all their their help and uh, hard work uh, all the time. Okay. So, if you are going to have an event, maybe in your home or in the backyard as you approach Halloween, uh, any information that you have related to that? Great question, Mark. So, there's a lot of confusion about this, and a lot of people have been deferring those those events. And of course, there's holidays coming up, so they're just like, "Oh, I can't deal with this. I'm just doing what I normally do." What we need to realize is that even our private events in our houses are potential opportunities for infection to spread, but they don't have to be. So um, I have put up on the Lewisburg Neighborhoods website, we have a post called, uh, uh, actually, that's a good question. Is it called infection mitigation? Uh, 201 is what it's called, as if it were like a, a more, slightly more advanced class uh, instead of a 101. And what that goes through, it gives you some links and some graphics that I think will be helpful. There's a link that talks about, that helps you figure out what the current level of infection risk in your own community is right now. And actually keys that and gives you an estimate of how many people in your community based on current levels of infection. Um, if you invite 25 people over, 100 people over, you're planning a 500 person event, how many people what the chance is that one person, at least in that event, is infected. And that helps you to get a handle on how important, you know, infection mitigation is. So like right now, you know, Snyder County and certainly Center County are having fairly serious outbreaks. And so if you look on that, follow that link, you'll see that it's incredibly likely, it's basically 99% chance of, you know, you have 50 people together, at least one of them is going to be uh, uh, infected. And, and infected and not know it, right? It's not like they're hacking and coughing and they are showing up. It's people who could be infected, not realize it, and just be accidentally spreading. So that, that is spreading infection. So that, that's one of the things to think about. And then there's also a table that helps you clarify, you know, we've all been looking at, oh, we're supposed to be indoors and we're supposed to be wearing masks and, we, you know, we're supposed to be washing our hands and we're there, you know, we know that yelling and singing can, can uh, be more of an issue. We've also heard that being around people just for a longer period of time matters. We've heard about ventilation, you know, in a post, yes. So even if you we weren't outdoors, if we we're indoors but ventilated, how does all this work together? And so there's a great um, chart, to yet another one of those risk assessment charts that helps you look at, okay, outdoors, indoors, you know, silent speaking, yelling, with masks and together for not very long, with masks together for a long time, uh, you know, well ventilated, not well ventilated. And it helps you see of all of those things, whether you're at a high level, a medium level, or a low level of risk. And so again, we can make decisions about events we plan to improve our chances of, of keeping everyone safe. So that's what we want to do. We just want to be more informed and keeping an eye on these factors. And still having some uh, fun uh, throughout the Halloween uh, period. One of our good listeners sends us a text to back on the activities that are going to happen in the borough. Uh, they assume this is October 31st. What are the hours of the Halloween good. night activities? Good question. So it's not just Halloween night. October 31st happens to be a Saturday. And so we are running this from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Okay, 
so during the well, during the day and into the dark uh, uh, on Halloween Eve. Okay, uh, sounds great. Okay, so 11 to 7, and that is on Halloween, October 31st. So that answers that question. Okay, so back to the uh, backyard activities or activities at your home, whatever it happens to be. Uh, where did you get your information that uh, did the 201 again? Sure. So it's uh, called Mitigation Measures 201. It's the, the post on the lewisburgneighborhoods.org website. And the information has been compiled from a combination of a British Medical Journal article that re- very recently came out that has the more expanded risk assessment chart. And the check any county in the country, basically, on their map. Okay. So uh, mitigation. What was that? Mitigation... Mitigate, mitigation measures, measures. 201. All right, thank you. Uh, so we invite folks to check that out. If you missed any of our interview, we're going to have this posted on our podcast page at about 7.50 this morning. So we'll have everything there for everybody to listen to. LewisburgNeighborhoods.org is the uh, website to go to to click on information that relates to all of these activities. We have one more minute left in this segment. What else would you like to add in with our remaining moment in this? particular segment uh, just a reminder that people could contribute to uh, the Halloween uh, in Lewisburg event by going to bit.ly backslash lowercase donate uppercase CSH COVID safe Halloween and that is Lewisburg safe Halloween coming up with uh, boy it just sounds like a lot of activities and a lot of coordination so good for you guys to pull all this together with uh, everybody involved up there all right Samantha please stand by we'll have you back at 7:40 or so and uh, when we come back we're going to talk about uh, the upcoming election as it relates to covid uh, just an update on covid-19 in our community in general and the state's new contact tracing app so a lot of hundreds of thousands of people in Pennsylvania are currently checking in every morning to let the state know how they're feeling and so on Samantha Pearson coming back at 7:40 this morning you're listening to WDK OK Sunrise.